0: So over the weekend, uh, I had the privilege and responsibility of going camping with a bunch of our uh, young men from here and from previous years as well. So we were up in the forest, not for one night, oh no, no, we don't do things by halves here at all, no, up for two nights, so Friday night and Saturday night uh, up there in the forest with the, um, the deer and badgers and foxes and brothers and it was great it was absolutely beautiful absolutely fantastic just to have no phone reception or at least in very very intermittent phone reception because down in a valley near a stream and um, spend some time with young men of faith who are seeking to have a deeper relationship with the lord i mean how inspirational is that to be with young men so between 18 or most are 19 18 and uh, kind of their mid-20s uh, who are looking for a deeper relationship with the Lord. Like, that's just, what, what, a, what a fantastic reason to be wrecked tired. <laughs> you know, what, it's, it's just absolutely wonderful to be with people like that. So often in gospel stories, we see people offered opportunities, offered graces, offered uh, an alternative way of, well, a bit better than, more than an alternative, offered a way of life that will draw them to happiness, lead them to happiness and then there are those who who don't there are those who accept it there are those who choose not to follow it and it's just, it's just uh, i've said this before but it's such a startling reality how powerful our freedom is uh, the responsibility of our freedom to be able to say no to almighty god no your plan don't like it don't intend on following uh the sacrifices that you're asking of me the 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 the, the temporary uh renunciation of this pleasure or relationship or whatever it may be something that's getting in the way and fixated as i am on this thing i just i do not care what almighty all loving all knowing god wants it's shocking it really is um i remember speaking to a, a guy i went to school with and uh he was a bit a bit slender a bit of a slender build when we were at school and then afterwards uh, it was, he was into his upper 20s at that point uh he said um that he had discovered an online weight lifting program thing and he decided to do a bit of that and got some weights at home and uh, started to get into that sort of thing and then he said except when i met him afterwards and he had he was looking a lot bulkier uh and i said well how you know how have things been now you've been obviously you know doing something right i guess <laughs> what's the story and he said yeah he said he said you know, I always, i was—I always thought, like when I was at school, because I was, you know, a little, a little slender, uh, that that's just kind of the way I was, uh, and there was nothing I could do about it. I thought I was kind of just stuck that way. And then I discovered this, and I realised I actually can do something about this. I think very often in our spiritual lives, we we get kind of kind, kind of stuck. I think this is just the way I am. This is just the way I pray. This is just the way I am, and don't allow ourselves to change or to grow because uh, I, i couldn't i can't it would never happen to me everyone else gets graces all these other people but not me we ought to exclude ourselves from sanctity we ought to exclude ourselves from from that divine help that we need to become saints we can change we can convert we can be saints this plan of god's happiness like it why, why does it take so long? I remember St. Augustine famously said, late have I loved you, Lord. You know, for a man who had lived very much in the world, late have I loved you, Lord. He became a great saint, great bishop, an amazing author, uh, theologian. But he said those words, late have I loved you, Lord, in his confessions. I really don't want that to happen to, to, to me or to, to any of us. That we're living our spiritual, uh, spiritual, uh, our, our spiritual journey with the Lord in a certain way. And then we discover 20, 30, 40, 50 years into it, bless, I'm, I'm way off the mark. The Lord's been trying to guide me and trying to, to help me. And I haven't been listening. And so I've stayed here in this place, which is not necessarily the worst place, but it's not where God wants me to be you know, it's not like we're all kind of raging Satanists or, or, or saints. There is, there is an area in the middle there, you know. And like, yeah, maybe you're there, but like the Lord is giving you opportunities to be a greater saint. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Anyone who receives my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And then at the end of that same gospel, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything you need to know and remind you of all that I've said. So those two functions. He'll teach you and he'll remind you. Teach you and remind you. So the Holy Spirit, that, that same Holy Spirit, alive and active in our hearts. The Holy Spirit that we heard about in, in, in Romans 5, you know. Uh, a friend of mine pointed this out to us uh, recently at a retreat. He said, hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Just keep an eye on the tenses there, right? Hope does not disappoint us. Why? Because God's love has been, past tense, has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which again, past tense, has been given to us. So you've received the Holy Spirit in virtue of your baptism and confirmation. We have received the Holy Spirit. I know it's kind of a very common thing in in the charismatic movement to say, Lord, you'll send your spirit. You already have it. He's already right there. Wake him up, maybe. It's not so to wake him up, but listen to him. He's there. I can imagine he's kind of screaming in his own little way at us to listen. The problem isn't is he there or not? The problem is are we listening? The problem is are we listening? And I've had a, so often I have these prayer experiences with people where there's an issue, there's some sort of a problem. And then praying with them, you, it, becomes, it becomes clear what the problem is. It becomes also clear then what the solution is but very often I find very strangely that people don't necessarily want the solution you're praying with them and they don't necessarily want the solution or they may may maybe crystal clear what the solution is but they don't want to do it it may be so clear like they need to they need to pray more they need to detach from a certain relationship they need to open just open their hearts they need to kind of let the Lord in They need to focus on on, on the hope of God's plan for them rather than the misery of their past. But they can't or won't. So this Holy Spirit then that has been given to them, I think screaming at them that they're called to more and that this this journey of happiness, this journey of of God's plan, this journey of, of conversion, it can take on a whole new chapter today. It can start in a whole new way today. But... Maybe we don't want to move. Maybe we're afraid. Maybe we're stuck. And then things don't change. And we wonder why. It's just such a a powerful thought, I think, that Judas was offered the same graces as St. Peter or St. John. Some worked with those graces, some didn't. Well, Judas didn't. But they had the same experiences walking with the lord listening to him seeing him act but some choose to walk with him some choose to 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 collaborate with that grace and some choose not to so what do i do what do i do in my own life in my own heart do i want to know what god's will is because maybe i don't Maybe I'm just kind of happy the way things are. I prefer not to be changing cuz uh, I'm in control of the way the present situation that's the way it's going to stay. That's all right. And again that Holy Spirit that has been poured into your heart I think is screaming at you. You're called to more. You're called to more and you're capable of more. Let go. This new life in Christ can begin today this new life in Christ can begin today you already have all the graces you need you already have the Holy Spirit this new life in Christ can begin today so we ask the Lord to help us to it's uh, one of those lovely little expressions you see on t-shirts and memes and things but let go and let God just to let go and trust that the Lord's plan works that we might experience this new life in Christ today.